0: Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is the Taryn Lamp Show. Hello, everyone. How are you? Welcome back. This is Just Like You, Everyday People, Amazing Stories, episode number 36. Thank you so much for your support. I truly appreciate it. We have been coming to you live every Tuesday with a new story and a new journey. And remember, if you have a story, and we know you do, please make sure you get in contact with me. I would love to have you on the show as a guest. We are booking guests into July of this year, 2021. I would love to have you on the show to share your journey, to share your story and guests would love uh audience would love to hear from you so if you have a story and we know you do please make sure you get in contact with me i'd love to have you on the show if you know someone who has a story hook us up i'll take it from there and we are here every tuesday 7:30 pm central standard time just like you everyday people amazing stories our guest is already chimed in here but just a few housekeeping issues if the internet doesn't let us be great for whatever reason we will be back we are here 7 30 to 8 p.m central standard time every Tuesday for just like you everyday people amazing stories make sure you get in contact with me if you have a story I want you on the show the world needs you on the show we're spreading love we're spreading positivity and we're talking all about it so please make sure you tune in every Tuesday at 7:30 and make sure you get in contact with me. I would love to have you on the show. So let's bring in our guest, Ms. Jalea. Go Jalea Jalea. I just noticed I need a haircut. How are you, Jalea? Hopefully you're coming in. So remember guys, Tuesday, 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I want you on the show. So if you know someone who should be on the show, DM me. Let me know. Hook us up. If you would like to be on the show, please DM me. I'd love to have you. The world wants to have you. We have been spreading positivity and spreading love since May 5th of 2020. That's when I launched. So we are on episode number 36. Jalea, let's see. It says waiting for Jalea. We are waiting. It says waiting, waiting, connecting, connecting, connecting. Jalea. Hey, how are you? How are you? I'm
1: good. How are you? Good.
0: You look beautiful, as always. Can you hear me? Um, I can't. It's kind of spinning a little bit. It's kind of freezing just a little bit. I am actually off high five because last week it was hard for me. So can you can you hear me? Okay.
1: I can hear you. Okay.
0: I think you're back. Okay. So again, this is just like you, everyday people, amazing stories. Jalea is episode number thirty-six. Thank you, Jalea, so much for joining me. And just remember, guys, please uh, check check out the IGTV for prior episodes. This episode, and along with many more, will also be on YouTube. So we have a lot of ways that you can you, you can share the story, or you can get in contact with me or Jalea. We'll have it on YouTube, on IGTV. Jalea will have it on her channels. So we will have this episode for you to view in the future as well. Make sure you get in contact with me. I'd love to have you on the show. Ms. Leia, I know Mr. Leia from a lot of different angles. but <laughs> Like we said in our, in our post, entrepreneur, wife, columnist. You have some other great things going on that I don't want to give away. So I want you to just start. We're here 7.30 to 8 p.m. Real quick with your, you know, with with tell us what you're up to. Tell us what you're doing and tell us your journey. And then we'll get into some more questions. So give us your journey and, and, and what you're up to.
1: So journey. Um, so like probably so many people, you know, once I graduate, I'll kind of take it back um, from college. My goal was to kind of jump into the corporate landscape and work my way up through <laughs> Um, the corporate ladder. And like so many, I'm sure, you know, you have these amazing plans, but then someone else has a bigger plan. Right. And when I started to realize that the opportunities were not as fruitful as I would have expected or hoped for, um, you know, coming out of college and being optimistic about life, I started to realize quickly that I had to pivot. Mm. And so in that pivot, and I should say a lot of my pivots have come and been sparked by problems that I've had in my own personal life that I was looking for a solve for. So with my first pivot, it was because of my oldest son who is on the autism spectrum and realizing the importance of diet. And so with that, I was just, you know, how in the world am I going to be able to make healthy meals for this amazing boy that I have, you know, given my crazy schedule of work and managing family life like so many others i'm sure really go through and in that problem and in that challenge i was able to realize that not only i was suffering with this challenge but so many others were as well and so that's when i dived in and said all right well let's start on the weekends right let's start making healthy meals and see if he likes them and see if my other kids like them as well and then when we got their buy-in we went to the neighbors and then from the neighbors we went to the farmers markets and then from there our customers started saying we want to see you in stores so it stemmed out of a problem for me, that I actually jumped into entrepreneurship. As I mentioned, I wanted to start in the corporate ladder, but that was when I got the entrepreneurial itch. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I've been on the entrepreneurial journey, right? It's like something that I just can't, you know, leave. I guess I call it like the entre-crazy, right? Because a lot of people say, (laughs) you know, being in the entrepreneurial space is not for the, the, the faint of heart at all. But to me, there's something that just provides fire in, you know, creating a solution to a problem not solved and, you know, taking it from an from ideation all the way to manifesting it. And so since then, I have worked on several, of, of starting to solve several of my problems. Um, I guess, Taryn, it would be good to talk about the latest couple of them, which would be, my, you know, one of the other issues that I have is I'm extremely tender headed. My daughter's extremely tender headed. So that's been something that we've been working on. Um, and because of that, you know, my husband was ready to cut her hair off. And I was like, You're not cutting my daughter's hair, hair off because he just didn't want her to cry anymore. He didn't want her to be tortured anymore. So because I understood what she was going through, it once again, it was like, how do we create a solve for this? How do we find something that takes away the pain? And couldn't find anything on the market to help us with that. So then from there, we just started, you know, testing out our own ideas of what could potentially help to alleviate the pain. And that's how we launched stretchy hair care and clips, which actually take the pain away. And so that's kept us busy. And now we're focused on, you know, Opening up an autonomous grocery store, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. But once again, as I said, I had the entrepreneurial itch almost 13 years ago. And I just can't seem to let it go. I can't shake it. So that's kind of been my journey is just solving my problems and feeling that if I have this problem, so many others must also have this problem as well. So what that's like what brought the me to today. A
0: phrase that I like that you said were, my problems helped me pivot.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: And I think that, you know, like, you know, the whole if you build it, they will come, right? Kind of
1: thing. Absolutely. And so I. My problems are like blessings, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because, you know, it's like, so anybody else could have had that problem to solve. I feel like they've been gifts. Right. You know, and I think sometimes if we look at our problems under that microscope of why was this problem presented to me? Why am I the one chosen to solve it? Mm -hmm. I think it kind of changes the perspective on it.
0: Yeah. So, so it's like, did you, did you, um, so like you said, you kind of resolved them to not be problems anymore, but to be opportunities for you to solve as opposed to
1: problems. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think when you think about the, the food for your son and then you think about the hair care for your, for your daughter and for a lot of daughters out there uh, who can uh, empathize you know, with with detangling their hair. And a lot of dads probably can empathize, like, with, you know, oh, my gosh, I want to cut my daughter's hair off, you know. And, of course, you can't do that. Oh, well, I guess you could, but it probably wouldn't turn out so well for you.
1: (laughs) Um, Not unless she wants you to cut her hair off. (laughs)
0: Yeah, hi, Weldon. How are you? Um, So I think that, you know, I think that that is where a lot of journeys begin, right? When our problems help us, I would say, you know, I don't want to say make us, but our problems help us pivot. And I think we can think about how to create solutions, you know, whether it be in our work world or whether it be in our personal life or whatever it be in, you know, how many times do problems help us pivot? So, So with that said, I mean, what type of, you know, give, give me like your mindset, like your, your mindset, your journey mindset, right? Like, because what advice would you give someone? I mean, I'm thinking like a lot of people would think their problems and want to fold, right? Mm-hmm. And so what is your, your mindset along this journey as you're solving your problems that could make you fold? So you could have went one direction or the other, but you went forward.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, I think the first thing is, I mean, I, we're all human. So, the first thing is like, why me? Why? Why this is not fair, right? Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You know, that's like the, that's the first. That's the first kind of like, you know, getting into your like, you know, putting your finger in your thumb moment. I think is like, you know, like sucking on mm-hmm. your thumb. Like, this is just not fair, right? And then, you know, stepping out of that space and, like I said, looking at your problems as a as a gift. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why not me? Like, why am I being chosen to, you know, have this experience? And what can I take from this experience that I can share with others? Or what am I here to learn that I can then, you know, pay forward, right? And I'm really big on that. Like, every experience that I've gone through, I've really tried to find a way to, you know, share those learnings, right? Because the last thing I would want is someone to have to experience pain, that they that couldn't be avoided. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I've gone through this experience. Why me? Okay. Now that I understand, okay, you know what, it's now my turn to kind of figure out solve for this. Right. So kind of getting out of like my, you know, my pity party, and then starting to say, well, how do we solve this? The first thing I think that I've always had to realize um, was just what my place was and understanding the value that I bring, Not right? Because I mean, there's a reason that we all get this got situation. On that one,
0: understanding the value that I bring.
1: Yeah, the value that I bring, right? And then saying, okay, so this is a problem. Obviously, it hasn't been solved, right? That's why we're calling it the problem that has an uh, unsolved problem, mm-hmm. I should call it. Okay, so then, well, what could potentially solve this problem? And, and if there is something that's similar that could potentially solve this problem, The biggest thing is how do you become different? And I think that's a big deal for me is that especially when I consult with a lot of entrepreneurs, I'm like, don't come with the Me Too product, right? Because that's like a really hard feat to have to battle that. Like, how do you come with something different? How do you approach this problem in a way that hasn't been, you know, explored before, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Because I think there's that's where the special secret sauce comes in is when you can create a solution to a problem that hasn't been addressed. I mean, the same thing happened with the food. Like, we were the first to make meatless meals for kids based on traditional kids' favorites with a meatless twist 10 years ago before Beyond, before Impossible, right? And the reason why we were able to get into major grocery stores around the country is because we were coming with something different. Had I come with a traditional kid cuisine meal, the chances of me being able to talk about the success would be pretty slim, right? Because why are they going to give me shelf space for something that's already there? It doesn't have to just be a product or a business. It's just how do I stand out? How do I stand out at work? How do I stand out in whatever your calling is or whatever your challenge is or whatever you're facing? Um, How do I make myself different? Which then forces them to pay attention right? You know, it's like you, they, they can't come up with the traditional. It's what well, we already have or, we, you know, we've met our quota there. You know, if you come with something that they don't have, they're forced to pay attention. Yeah. I that. So that would be my second. You know,
0: continue to differentiate yourself. Right. And maybe.
1: Absolutely. And maybe
0: even reinvent yourself when you need to. Absolutely.
1: You know, you know cons- consistently be, be looking for that opportunity of change. And then I would just say the biggest one of all, and I think the one that keeps. You know, all of us from pursuing or going or doing is fear, but I don't. But I don't even look at it as fear as much as I look at as failure, right? Because what are you scared of? Fear is you, you're you're fearful of something, and usually the fearfulness is of not delivering, of not being successful, and so in the fact that you now have the opportunity to, you know, just tackle that tackle what you're actually scared of and then dare to fail up like all the people that we admire in life are the ones that push the boundaries that you know did the things that you know we think are impossible right and so i mean there's a key and i think failure for me is just stopping right not trying something and not getting the result because there's learning in that you know like i always go back to riding a bicycle which i think a lot of people can relate to you know you didn't just hop on the bike and start riding right? You fell to the left, you fell to the right, you know, and then in that, you learned how to get your balance and how to get it right so that you didn't fall. So, was that fall to the left failure? Was the fall to the right failure? I would say no. Those were like valuable lessons that, you know, once you know how to ride a bike, you never forget. You know how far to push it to the left and to the right to get you where you need to be to be successful. So, my daily push for myself is how do I dare to, how do I dare to push the limits every day? Right. And knowing that the only failure is just stopping and just not, you know, attempting to try.
0: Right. I think there's a book like failing forward or, or something of that. I'm not sure if I'm getting the exact title right, but it's, it's like failing forward or dare, dare to fail or probably, yep. probably yep. The titles are out there, but I think, absolutely, I think that's a good thing because to your point, there is some fear in failing. But point two, you know, sometimes that failure is only when you stop, it's not, I mean, there's been lots of things in my life that I've done where, you know, some might say that wasn't the, the right thing to do. That wasn't the best thing to do. Or even I might say, I, maybe I quote unquote failed, but there's one thing I do know is that I will never do that again.
1: Right. Right, so that's that's a whatever lesson.
0: that is again that caused me to think, like, oh man, you know, like you said, like falling to the right, falling to the left, you know. I, I call it a lesson, right? Yeah. There's some, that's something that's wisdom. Done, it's like, okay, great, I, and and other th- and things I've done too that that didn't work out so well, but I'm so glad that I did them. It's not even absolutely, you know. I'm- because there's a
1: lesson. There's a lesson in all of it, right? And I, I mean, I wrote a whole book about it, right? Because I think that. And i'll say it's the untold truth about building a startup and the reason why i built wrote this book is that i feel that people only want to talk about their successes Mm -hmm. right and that's great oh my gosh you won oh my gosh that's great you know like you're fabulous but that's not really the 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 juice right the juice comes from the experience the juice comes from that raw authenticity to say hey i did this and i messed up right because that's how people learn. That's how people grow. And I find that a lot of successful people just, you know, say a lot of times like they're real superficial. I just woke up like this, like Beyonce. I woke up like this, right? And when in reality, there was a lot of failure. When I say that there were a lot of lessons, let's change the term from failure to lessons. There were a lot of lessons that they learned and it would be more mm-hmm. honest to say, Hey, I failed 10 times beforehand. Right. We talked about like Michael Jordan, how he didn't, you know, didn't make his high school, was it? his high school basketball team right and now you know look at he's like one of the best basketball players of all time and all the a lot of the people that we admire they have so much history of lessons right that didn't go their way but we only know them for their win we only know them for their win but it doesn't mean that they didn't
0: have a lot of losses so what gives you cuz i cuz i know some of your story what some more of your story and i want to get to you know our future in just a second but What gives you the courage to take those chances? Uh, the courage for me comes in the reality of it. You are a female, you know, you're an entrepreneur, you're a mom, you're a wife, you know, taking those chances. Is it a risk? Is it not a risk? What, you know, what gives you that courage to take those chances? Well, I live life. I don't. I don't want to live life with what ifs,
1: right? So that's the first thing that helps me to not to take that chance, right? Because I'd rather to have tried and failed in "quote unquote" fail sense of it not working out than never tried at all. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I've coined as P P S T, right? So it's called. I I say it's my P S T, right? And that's purpose, passion, strengths, and talents. And I believe that.
0: Strengths and talents.
1: Right, purpose, passion, strengths, and talents, okay, and I feel that you know when taking risks or deciding or having the courage to that's that's my equation of whether this makes sense, right, so just because I hear something sounds good, if it doesn't cash with my passion, right, if it's not about building and business and the things that I actually that get me excited that I'll do for free every day because it's that that's my energy, right? Then that's not something I go into. So I, I look at it from that perspective of does it because this cash with my passion and my purpose, right? Why passion am I here?
0: and what were talents and one more I missed.
1: So it's passion, purpose, strengths strength. and your and your talents. Because it's your, it's your passion and your purpose are kind of together. Like, why am I doing this? What do I love to do, right? But at the same time, you got to have the talent to do so, right? So it's not saying that you can't go out and learn skills to help you get there, to perfect it, or to become great at what you do and great at your craft. But you want to make sure, like, if you're a terrible cook and your passion is to be a chef, you understand what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you get what I'm saying, right? There's some there's there's some work to be done in between there, right? I think you're gonna have to go to some form of culinary school and get it together, right? And that's okay. And if you're willing to go through that journey to get there, that's fine. But it's about having that equation and saying, you know, just because you see your friends doing well or pursuing things that you and they look like they're successful. That's great. And that's their journey. That doesn't mean that's going to be your journey, right? Because your journey is your journey. So I think that for me, is always the first thing. And then, you know, surrounding yourself with folks that are already in the space. So if you want to be a chef, how many chefs do you know? Right. You know, like in that respect. Right. Because you want to surround yourself by people that understand the journey you're about to take been through it, can provide advice, encouragement to get you to that side of obtaining your goal. Because if you go talk to someone who doesn't understand anything about being a chef, they can be very discouraging. They might be looking at you in your current state and like, you don't have any skills to do that. You're, you're, you're not a cook. I eat <laughs> your food. You I mean, what are you doing, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you
0: want to find people who are going to
1: uplift you, and it might not be your current circle. I like that.
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that one in mind. Purpose, passion, strengths, and talent <laughs> from Jalea. From Jalea, yeah. So, so let me learn. So we got about, let's see, about nine. No, I'm about eight minutes left. So let's talk about what you got going on and what the future holds. What does the future hold for Jalea, entrepreneur, wife, mother, columnist? What does the future? Hold? <laughs> The list goes
1: on. Don't uh, don't, don't, do, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, but for me, um, interestingly enough, when I got out of the food business, I was like, "I'm never doing this again," right? And then I got inspired, <laughs> and so you know, never put, never say never. Um, because I thought I was never going to do it again. And I, over the last year, have gotten extremely inspired about food again. And about food done the way that I know how to do food, which is thinking about quality, which is thinking about local, which is getting back to that authentic experience, which I think COVID for so many has helped. And, you know, you know me well, you know, I get neurotic about things when it comes, especially when you're going out to eat. You know, I'm the one coming with my own silverware and my own stuff. And, you know, I've been this way for years, right? But COVID now, everyone sees me. They're like, I see you now. They used to call me crazy before. And that's a message. They're not supposed to see no vision, see? A lot of times it's your business, so they're gonna call you crazy. You gotta embrace that and say thank you and keep and keep moving on. But um, thank you. So with that, we're super excited because we're opening actually the first autonomous grocery store that's gonna be based in um, right outside Atlanta, and so we're super excited to bring amazing food. You know, working through the carbon footprint and trying to be. De- you know, it's, and it's actually source the majority of our food from as many local vendors as possible, giving that local vendor, that small, you know, curated brand, an opportunity to have a place to um, sell their brands and doing it while infusing technology in a way that's smart, right? Like, I think a lot of times everyone's been scared of technology and like the technology takeover or the robot takeover. And I feel that there are certain aspects of life where technology is smart. But you know, there's also, I think we've all realized the power of human connection since we've all been kind of isolated from each other due to this COVID experience. So how do you embrace technology, but also not lose the human experience? And so through our store nourish and bloom market, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna take away the parts of the shopping experience that you hate, right? The checkout, the waiting in line, nobody likes to do that. They say some kind of craziness, like we spent almost six years of our life waiting in line, right? So let's get you back to embracing community and get you back to embracing, you know, your friends and family and life and enjoying life. But in make the part of the shopping experience that you love, great. So we're going to have people in the stores to help introduce you to these local brands or introduce you to something that's new and help you find what you need. But the part of checkout and waiting in lines, we're taking that away, right? So that you can just walk into our store, get what you need, and get out. So that has been something that has really taken over, I would say, our whole lives. And we're really excited about it. We're excited to talk to brands. We're excited to give them a home. We're excited Mm -hmm. to bring this level of autonomous technology, which I think you'll start to see in the next five years, more and more autonomous stores opening up, especially post-COVID, like our new shopping experience post-COVID. And we're just excited to bring it, right? And, and, And really offer this community um something that they need, which is a great market with quality food, um, where they can have build those quality relationships, but take away the stuff that you don't like, that line waiting. So and check out. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so not only are you taking I I, I see um, I don't know if I see this as taking a chance. I mean I feel like you're well versed in the area, you know? So maybe a calculated chance, calculated I don't even know if I want to say risk, you know.
1: Now, well, there's always risk and calculated, and risk is okay, right? Mm-hmm. Risk is how risk is those that take those risks that allow us to have the iPhone and, you know, electronic vehicles and so forth. But am I putting it through my equation? The answer is yes. So it, it's definitely cashing with my purpose, passion, strengths, and talents, right? We're taking into the fact that I love building, we're taking into the account that, uh, you know, food is, is my foundation, mm-hmm. right? So I understand that well and I know how to build businesses so that fosters them of my talent. And it's something that I'm passionate about. It's a community that I'm passionate about. And so you bring all of that together. So you're like, okay, do I have what I need? And do I know how to go get what I don't have? It doesn't mean you have to have everything. You don't have to be the sole source of how you bring it to fruition. You just gotta know what you have, know what you're willing to, to learn and what you're learning because there's always going to be a learning curve. Yeah. And then, but know where you can go to get the parts that you're missing, right? And so that's okay. And figure out what your strengths are, so that you can put more of your energy into that, and so that then you can outsource the part that you're not so good at, and plan for that budget there, right? So I think it's it's a really good assessment, and calculated risks are one thousand percent okay. It's just, and if you're going to go into something that you have no experience with, understand that you're on a journey, Mm. and if that's the journey that you know you feel you want to do, go for it. But look for others that have already been in the path. Like I said before, I think mentors have been the most valuable piece of my entrepreneurial experience since I started,
0: 1,000%. I like, sorry, I was looking over there. I heard something outside. I was like, what the heck is going on outside? But um, I like that you said, um, well, one, I like the last part you said about men- mentors because I think that's, you know, that's just always important. And I think you said if you're going to go into something you don't know anything about, Be okay with that and know that that's part of your journey. Right. Right.
1: Because I can't tell you what your calling is, right? Like you might have been an accountant your whole life. And I have friends who have, you know, become attorneys, right? And did all that hard work to get there. And then next week they're telling me after working for a couple of years, they're going to leave and become a vegan chef. What? Like where does that come from? Right? But that there was something in them that says, hey, this is what I want to do. And they understand that there's a lot of work in that process to build that skill set. Maybe they've been cooking their whole life but, you know, never took it seriously or they have no clue. But they're willing to take that shot and say, you know what, I'm going to take the time to get good at my craft. So then, you know, that now becomes a strength of mine, right? And it's fulfilling my passion because I have this desire, you know, so I'm willing to put the hard work in even if I'm not getting compensated for it, right? I always say, if you didn't get paid a dollar, would you still do it?
0: Someone says, "These chef, Vicky says, preach, especially the food industry.
1: Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and she, I'm sure she could attest to that for sure. I mean, it's true, and it goes not just with, in the culinary experience, it goes within life, mm-hmm. right? And so it doesn't have to be, but I think there's everything, no matter what it is, it might not be in the quote-unquote business sense, but Your life, I believe, is a business. you got to treat it as such because it's important, right? you got to treat it and run it efficiently no matter what you do.
0: Your life is a business. I like that. So we got, let's see, we got one minute. We got one minute. So remember, guys, this is just like you, everyday people, amazing stories. We are here 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time every Tuesday with a guest to share their journey and to share their story. If you have a story, and everyone does, I would love to have you on the show. Make sure you get in contact with me. Just DM me. I'd love to have you on the show. If you know someone who has a story that should be here sharing their story, please hook us up. I'll take it from there. And Jalea, final thought. It's on.
1: My final thought, my final charge, 2021, let's get it, is dare to fail, dare to be a failure, right? And that's like the biggest thing for me. I think we've talked about that a lot. I point failure as fearlessly aiming in leadership until radical excellence. And I think we talked about that today, that the true failure is stopping, right? So you're, you're just going at it, you're going hard, understanding you're gonna to fall to the left, fall to the right, but your goal in your eye has to be on the part that you're trying to get to meeting your goal, whatever that is, in all aspects of your life. And just don't give up, right? And don't stop. I don't care how bleak it looks like, because sometimes I always think about that image where you see that guy, he's knocking, right? And he's like in a tunnel and like he has like one more hit to get to the other side where he's going to see light, right? So if you give up, you know, you might be right there, right? You're one more hit before you reach that level of success. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Believe in yourself because you know what? If you don't, who will?
0: Purpose, passion, strength, and talent. With Jalea, Jalea, how can everybody get a hold of you real quick?
1: Oh, you can follow me on IG at Jalea Hemmings. I'm pretty much at Jalea Hemmings, I think, on everything. And definitely check out Stretchy Hair Care, which is also on IG as well, stretchyhaircare.co, and look out for Nourish and Bloom Market. So we're excited.
0: I love you, girl.
1: Yes, I love you, too. Thank you for having me. This is great. I wish you all the success. This is awesome. And you're being so motivational to so many. And your story is amazing, as you know. So thank you so much for having me.
0: I will reach out to you. Just to make sure many, uh, many is not your sole purpose. You should love what you are doing.
1: That's. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: Absolutely. Like,
0: I, I mean, I think like, we're just a second. I know we're, we're over our 30 minutes, but, um, oh, just make sure money is not your sole.
1: Purpose. Like, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Can't do it for that. I'm I'm being authentic. You mentioned that several times and I'm big on that as well. And I, I agree with Chef Vicki as well. Uh, you know, And you know, I made that mistake. I, I, I mean, I think we all
1: have, right? Like we'll see yeah. something and like, oh, that looks like you could make money fast, right? But it doesn't fit within who you are. Yeah. And it's okay. I mean, so, I mean, when I think when we say this, we're saying it not, speaking from experience, right? So Chef Vicki, I know is telling you some words of wisdom for sure, because it's true. You gotta do what, is, what, what feeds your soul.
0: All right, Chef Vicki. Well, I'll expect a DM from you to come on the show because it sounds like you have some words of wisdom to share as well. So I thank you already. already. Absolutely. Thank you in advance, Chef Vicki. So I look forward to hearing from you. Jalea. thank you, thank you, thank you. I will, for, for those watching, I'm going to send this. I'm going to send this to Jalea. I'm going to have this on my IGTV. I'm going to have this on YouTube. Jalea is going to have it on her channels as well. And she's Chef Vicky. Yes, she said, laugh out loud. Um, (laughs) So I appreciate it, Jalea. I will talk to you soon, and I love you and everybody. We're back next Tuesday, 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time for just like. Stay safe, everybody. Stay safe. Stay safe. Love you. Thank you. Bye -bye. Bye bye. Bye.